Okay, welcome back to another edition of Pewology. This is where the people in the pews get to weigh in on a whole bunch of issues, morality, uh, ethics, biblical stuff, spiritual stuff, life stuff. And today, we're entering a weird realm. I'll just let you know that right now. I, I, I want, we're going to dive right in. We're not waiting. We're diving right in. Splash. Do you notice that now, and maybe you haven't thought about this, but now marriage and the institution of marriage, mm. there's a spiritual institution, which is, for all intents and purposes, overseen, governed to some aspect by the spiritual community, by the sense of spiritual accountability that happens within the spiritual community. And then there's the legal the legal or the federal or the, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, institution of marriage, which you're getting no marriage license. There are all of these, you know, quote unquote benefits that come from our, uh, our tax laws and all of these things. It's a, that's a, that's a federal issue of marriage. Are you, are you with me on this? Yep. Yeah. This is kind of, I mean, that's not the way it's always been historically, right? When you look back at history, that's not the way it's always been. I think this has created a level of problems. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So, uh, should marriage be a legal institution? No. <laughs> Is that speaking from just? It's a. It's a. You, you would never enter into a business arrangement with those odds. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you're jaded in some way. <laughs> <laughs> we can go into specifics. Like I've had, I've had, I've had a couple of years to go a into some bias. You took it a dive there into is, statistics. There is seriously the, the 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 statistics and the odds are that if I presented a business proposal to you with the the risks and the odds of the failure rate, yeah, you would not take it. You would not take it. What do you, what do you think? You, are you agree with this? You, I mean, just I, generally. I don't, I don't like have... the idea of the government being involved in marriage. Right. Okay. Okay. Usually, the losing side of that legal, it, it's heavily in one side. Men. <laughs> you think the men, yeah, the men yeah. are losing big, big time? Usually, yeah. How so? Because, uh, you know, they're... Familial courts. They end up, they end up uh, being raked through the coals sometimes. I mean, I, I, I can't... Thank God I, I haven't gone through that specific situation, but it tends to be that uh, men file uh, for divorce at a lower rate, much lower rate, uh, and they end up, again, having to be the ones with uh, that lose more. They lose more. I would say historically speaking. and statistically, Mike, you know, you're a statistic person. Um, mm, mm. Familiar courts are always tend to lean towards... You know, the wives. Really? I mean, I mean come on, yeah, back it up. Courts, yeah. Well, I mean, in, in, Unless you're for, broke, for instance, in the state of Florida, that. I mean, that's it's a no fault state, so you're pretty much it's 50 50 from 50/50, the beginning. Yeah. The algorithm starts at 50 50. But where does the algorithm end up? <laughs> yeah. It may well, start at 50 50, but what, what is the result? I, I, well, <laughs> let me just say that I know there's a bunch of women. If there is any women listening to this, there's a bunch of women yelling at the, the radios in their car or watching this on uh, social media, and they're saying, Are you kidding me right now? So let, let me just play devil's advocate. They would say, Yeah, the women end up 
with spending more time with the kids as single parents, bearing more of the burden of the parenting, and bearing more of the cost of that burden of the parenting. So they're yelling at you right now saying that. What would you well, have to say in response? I, I would say this. In, in as far as a woman with children, yes. If you, if you bear children with a woman, you get divorced, and the court decides she should get X amount, those are your children. You're paying it. Whether she spends the money on Louis Vuitton bags or, or cars, that's not up to you. Your duty as a man is to provide stuff for that family, whether you're together or not. If the woman's single, I'm going to have to disagree. It's kind of a little single, different story. There's nothing really tying you. But if you start your marriage spiritually with God, you don't have to worry about the legal issues. That's just that's, well, that's what about, a thing what, that doesn't really matter to oh, me. Let's fast forward. Let's, let's leave behind who's, who gets it worse because I feel like we're digging a hole. Right, we're always, <laughs> I feel yeah, like we're digging a hole. That's a different conversation. So, but but what, what about what he just said at the end there? And I think this is an interesting point. I get this, I get this a pretty good bit now. I get people coming in and they say things like, um, uh, we're getting married. We want to have a service. We want to have a thing here at the church, right? We want you to marry us, but we're not going to get a marriage license. We're not going to get married in the eyes of the state. We're only getting married in the eyes of God, mm-hmm. right? What do you think about that? They don't cool. want to pay. Is that good? Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Why does the state have a ha- have to have a hand in it? They want their peace. There's a marriage covenant with God. What does the state have to do with it? Well, do you, I mean, does it, let me play devil's advocate again. You, you, do you feel like, there's part, I, I think there's part of them, I always feel like there's part of the motivation is, hey, we're concerned this might end. And if it ends, it's harder to deal with the state. It's harder to deal with our responsibilities, according to the state. I'd like to not have that responsibility. It's is almost that, like planning, I, I, you know. Is that possible? What do you mean? Yeah, I know so, do that all get, the time. To, to get legally married? Without the state recognizing, no. If you got no, no, legally married, that's, that's that would be the state. Yeah, is it really a legal marriage? If if the no, state it's not legally. It? It's not a legal marriage. Okay, it's just a spiritual marriage. Okay, they're just getting married Which in the eyes of the matters, church, really. in the eyes of their community. Which is all that matters. So, so are you saying, in the event of the breakdown of the marriage, then what? That there's that they're doing it so that there is no legal recourse or that they're giving up the legal recourse that they might have? At the I end. think everybody recognizes that there's some level of legal responsibility and recourse in our current sure. state organized marriage right. institution. Right. And there's an extra layer of burden that comes with that, that it's a lot easier to say, I, I leave you if we're just spiritually sure. married than it is if I leave you and we're married in the eyes you of the know, state. You know, but it shouldn't be. Uh, absolutely. I'm not saying yeah. it should be. I'm yeah. just saying that's the, the spiritual reality. should be the more important. And yeah. Then, what do you think? Yeah. Go figure. It's a conversation where I'm like, I don't think I want to get my. <laughs> 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 you you might have picked the wrong uh, the wrong group here. Yeah. Oh, I'm on yeah. special guest appearance. Look at. Let, let me get. Let me show you this. You can put these on the actual thing too, Mike, if you want to. Look, these are all the legal federal. These are some, not all. Right. The federal benefits that come with marriage. Right. There are all of these like benefits, death benefits and social security benefits and tax benefits and all of these things. Okay. And so the state is in some way incentivizing the concept of legal union. They right? incentivize a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm not, look, we can't do all of it. Yeah, right, There's right. a lot of right. different aspects to that. But right. I'm just saying we've built into our system all of these like benefits. Mm-hmm. And so to move people towards these like, you know, unions. Right. But then there is ramifications if that union is 
is broken, if it's dissolved. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so I just, I'm, I'm not sure the state should be in on, on this stuff. We've built the system either. that the state's involved in in this crazy well, way. You can still make a legal document and uh, like, you could do a living will. If, if, as far as decision making, I could I could put I can make a living will and say I want my passport. Sure, but you sense. have to actually do that, and you actually in many right. times you have to spend money. Right. If you get you married, married. If you get married, that's automatic. So that's okay. okay What's going to cost more in the long run? <laughs> I'm just saying. A one time, let's draft up a contract, or like what could possibly go wrong? You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. What would be the difference between doing a, a contract and getting it notarized, and then presenting that to probate court, as opposed to going to you know, an attorney and doing a contract and paying him 500 bucks to do it. Like, well, I, I, look, I'm not saying that the benefit, like, like that you couldn't get around the benefits. I'm just saying we've built into our society yeah. automatic benefits of being married right. that no one else gets but these benefits, yeah. right? And so the state is incentivizing it. They've stuck their hand inside the sp- what we have historically considered the spiritual realm or the community right. realm or the, or the, you know, the cultural realm that's, that's, that's usually defined by some level of faith and in, in, in spirituality, right? And so here they are. They got their hand in this. And, and I think the ultimate idea was to blend the two and incentivize it. And it's a good thing. It's what builds our societies, all of these unions. But it's, it's not really turned out that way. It feels like we've got the same rate of, if not lower, of divorce. And now... There's not people, you don't have people getting married. Let me show you this. Look at this uh, millennial rate. These are the rates of millennials that are getting married. At an absolutely astronomical cliff, they've stopped getting married. Mm-hmm. Meaning that right now, people born between uh, 1986 and 1996 or something, like 1980 and 1996, what is it? 80 and 96, which is considered your millennials, they're basically not getting married at a 60% rate. Because of Tinder. <laughs> because they're seeing what their parents well, have gone yeah. through in their divorces, and they're like, "You think that's what it is? That, that's you think they've looked it. at their parents' disasters? And they got where they're like, as, I'm out. as a millennial, yes, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's what it is. I you think they've looked at the, the absolutely? The pain I've, of their I've had parents. so many friends who have said, "I'm not getting married. My parents sucked. You know, they they were not. They hated each other. Why would I put myself in that kind of situation? So now we've created the think about what let's say that's true. Let's go down the road. Let's say that's true, right? And I know what I said is anecdotal though. No, I know absolutely. That, but. but let's say it's true. Let's say that people today, the millennials today, because of the the bad representation of marriage to the last generation, have now just said, I don't want anything to do with that. Think about how that's changed society. Now you've got a whole group of people who are saying, I I'm not getting married. I'm not getting legally married, but I do have this significant person in my life, and I'm gonna commit at some level. At some level to this person. Yeah. Is that better or is that worse? Well, I think that'll ultimately end up being worse as well, but what do you guys think? Well, it's not a marriage. So, I mean, it's, it's a business it's not a, arrangement. It's not a good thing. What it's, makes it a marriage? I guess, I don't know. Making being recognized in the eyes of God. It's ceremony. Yeah, it's the ceremony. It's vows between you and this person and in front of everyone and God saying, the I'm going to be with you for rope. the rest of my That's life. That's what makes it a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the deal, right? Like, let, think about this for a minute. It, like, if you were, um, if you were Orthodox Jew, right? The spiritual community has a much higher level of accountability to married couples. Like, if you want to be, if you're, if you were raised historic uh, Orthodox Jew, you grew, your whole family was Orthodox Jew, and you were married, and you wanted to get a divorce, it's a huge and significant decision to be made. 
Oh, yeah. You're going to be removed from the community. You're going to be shunned by your family. There's going to be this whole process that happens. You have to go to this legal council within the church body and get permission, and it's crazy, right? So they had cancel culture before cancel culture. Absolutely. But today, <laughs> like if, you, if you were here and we did your service, like if we did your service today, like at the Vine Church, let's just face it. Let's call it what it is. You, we did the service here, and you came to me two years later and go, I think I'm getting divorced. And I said, hey, man, let's hold on. Let's blah, blah. You'd be like, sorry, Mike, I'm going to divorce. I'm out of here. And nothing. There'd be no ramifications. Yeah. So that can't be the answer either, that there's no accountability, yeah. no ramifications, no fallout. I think that's what this culture more or less um, likes, you know, or, or tends to lean towards. No accountability. Mm-hmm. No, no I, I don't think that. You don't think that's it? I, I don't think. I think they just t- they take the the road of least resistance. That's what he's saying. But isn't that what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, but no, you're, you're saying like they just don't want to commit at all. Like no, no, they don't want the accountability or the responsibility that this, comes along this, with the commitment. This they want to feel like no, 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 that, that's, well, that's, I want the benefits. That's, I want the benefits. That's responsibility. the thought so. of it. But there's no. They don't want to. You know. They don't want to. It's not even about responsibility. It's like it, it, it's like they don't they don't honor what they're doing. They're not. You know what I mean? Like you have to go before God. Marriage is be first and foremost in front of God. Yeah, it's not a le- that. That's to me. But that's do you irrelevant. think we have the type of Christian culture now in the West that? rises to that level of accountability that we no. go, hey. No, no, you, because no. You, see, you see between. it in TV. You see it on TV. Between. Like, J-Lo, how many times has she been divorced and remarried? Elizabeth Taylor. She's got the gauntlet. Elizabeth Taylor. Like the they made gauntlet. it like a... Like, I'm saying, <laughs> She's look, got the infinity gauntlet. <laughs> okay, so look, you're saying it's this culture. Look at, look at Elizabeth Taylor. How many times was she married and remarried? And they glorified it on... In the yeah, media I stuff. guess what I'm saying is, what's the answer here if the millennials are like, we're not getting married not legally, but we're accepted. only getting, we're only having significant others in our life, but there's no accountability. I think we all know that the reason they're doing that is because they don't want to be held. What is that called a commitment yeah. ceremony? Is that yeah, what, it's that a what they're calling? Ceremony. They're, they're having a commitment ceremony, <laughs> and then at the end of the day, no one's holding them to that commitment. Right, they right, can right. leave whenever they want. Right. Or they are the only thing that is holding them is like, do I feel like I, I should be in it still? Like. Feelings are driving everything. Like, right. if I still based. feel like I love you, I guess I'll stay. Yeah. I mean, like, how low is that commitment, right? And so, the lowest if the we don't have the legal that's holding up some level of accountability, do we think the church community still has enough oomph to hold up that level of accountability? Sadly, well, they maybe, don't, but they should. Maybe within the church, yes. But out there where it's not the church, no. I mean, no, but people walk out of church all the time. This, right. this is the no, whole no, thing. I, it's like, I, I don't like what that. they. I don't like I what you just like said, Mike. Yeah. Peace. How many people have left a it. church or this church over this something church. that the pastor said? Right. Over oh, over yeah. one sermon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or one view. Well, really, technically, kidding? overhearing the truth and not liking it—that's what I would. Romans. Yeah. Or you disagree. Romans. Like, no, you no. disagree. Yeah, Romans. <laughs> you tell I told you before you we tell started. Them, oh, yeah. I told you before we started. I said, you don't you want to do this. You warned everyone. No, no. We want to do this. We want no. to teach Romans. I said, last time I taught Romans, a bunch of people left. No, no. It'll be fine. <laughs> and they all left. <laughs> Deja vu. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like the church community. Yeah, that's no. an indictment to me on the spiritual community, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like we have enough real accountability to each other, real real connection to each other, that it really matters. You'll just th- leave. Well, I, and there's I not think, enough commitment to each other as a church. I think that depends on the individual. That's what I was going to go to. You get what I'm saying? Like, there's some, yeah. some, there's got to be some point of self-accountability. You know what I mean? Like, you got to hold yourself accountable for the things that you do, you know? Or 
for example, being committed to a church community when you disagree or when you don't like something mm-hmm. and saying, I'm going to stick it. I'm going to stick through Stick this. it out and right. work, yeah. work, work but through it. But isn't that going to happen at every community? I, we, we live in a culture now. I think most of my friends, my, my friends that are my age, right? They've literally just gone from church to church to church to church. Their whole adult church lives. Church gypsies? They're just, no, they're, they, yeah. they go for a little while. They like the pastor or they like the music guy, right? And then when that person leaves, they're like, well, I'm out. And they move on. And they, they're not right. really committed to the community yeah, of faith. Yeah. Right. They're just, they're, they're just there for they're the entertainment out. of the, you see what I'm saying? And I think that's indicative of the problem. Like we could never institute the level of accountability around spiritual marriage, which should be true, but it can't be true. We don't have that kind of culture here. We have like, you know, consumer culture, Christianity. Yeah. Well, I think people are hiding out. Right. I would say more of a hiding out than anything. Sad but true. Because it's hard to be in a place where, you know, like you said, we hold each other accountable and we have to hear hard truths and we have to listen, look within and be like, I need to look at that and work on it. Versus, yeah. well, I don't like what you said. It doesn't suit my narrative. I'm out of here. And then you go to a new place where everybody's like, oh, look at this guy. Oh, yeah. And you can be whatever you want. But then over time, they get to know who you really are again. And then you jump and jump instead yeah. of being one place, working on yourself and growing through God first. And not only working on yourself, you got to go ahead and extend grace and mercy. A lot of people tend to go ahead and fall on truth a lot where grace and mercy plays a big part of this. You know what I mean? Sure. All right. You don't see eye to eye. There are things you don't agree with. It doesn't mean that overall the love is not intended mm. or sincere or genuine. And we have to work through that because when we ourselves fall short with our relationship with God on the vertical status, he extends that to us mm-hmm. on a mm-hmm. daily basis. So why can't we extend that to our fellow brothers and sisters in church or with our pastor or for church community? It's, hey, I see a point. I don't agree with it. I think this is more high than that, and I'm going to go ahead and do this, that, or the third because of that. And I feel that's a big disservice to the church community. You know, we we tend to lack grace and mercy. What about like, okay, slightly related, shifting gears just a little bit. You think you think prenuptials are are godly, good, righteous? No. Prenuptials. It's a come way on, out. Come on, Cynic. Jump in here. <laughs> I mean, since if we since we have the 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 state involved, then I think prenuptials are a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. If oh. I was very wealthy, if we're gonna involve the state. Then, I got then married, why not involve the state? Like if I was very if I was a bachelor, I was very wealthy, and and then I was gonna get married. Yeah, I would do a prenup. You would. Yeah. You would. I mean, Absolutely. but isn't that starting out with saying like I expect this to pretty much fail? No, I think it's saying I'm gonna protect myself because people change and they evolve and they grow. Yeah, like you gotta love directions. me for me, not my money. My and money's separate. It's a it's, it's a, a separate entity. It's, a, it's an insurance policy. You know but, what I mean? Like right? Do you take out insurance because you're like I expect to die on the road? No, it's just in case something happens then. I mean, what, but, but there's, what, some, there's, yeah, there's but, something in the, you know. But think about you're saying, like, you're standing before God. Remember, we've just all said that we don't want the legal marriage anymore. We want spiritual that marriage. Doesn't no. mean, that doesn't mean I wouldn't be generous. That's what I said. I or, said or since share. the state is involved, oh, then, okay. then yeah. Since the state. But if it wasn't the state, you would not if we If we're doing marriage the way it should be with a spiritual commitment and that was enough, then no. Then okay. That's, oh, that's a different I, game changer. Yeah. You still yeah. good, but that's not I the reality. Would, I would have to <laughs> say, but I would share. I would. I would be very yeah, giving. I'd right. share whatever I have. But then, if you're like, um, I don't want to be with you anymore, you'd share take, whatever you have. 
if I was bringing more to the marriage financially. Right. If I was but a in a marriage, it's not what you have. It's if I was bringing to the marriage right. ahead of time. But once you get into zero. the marriage, it's not what you have. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's what we have. No. Okay. Well, according to the state yeah. of Florida, that's so, exactly so what, what I'm saying. So that's why I'm saying, okay, it'll be what we have now. But then if you decide that you want to leave me for whatever the case is or... Things, you know, then we go, go back, back to the default then, where you leave with what you brought in, yeah, I leave with yeah, what I brought in. Absolutely. Exactly. You left. We started yeah, zero. Left. We started zero. I didn't know you before. Whatever I yeah, built so we go back going to, on, we can share that wealth and whatever I had before you, I'm welcome to give to you if I like. I mean, however, at this point, if I, ah, if it was, that's however, at this that's point, definitely not what the state believes. If no, I, if of I course, I know that. If I built yeah. up, a that's why you got to put in your mom's name. Things go bad. What I mean, it is what it is. That's exactly why you got to put things in your mom's put name. Put in your mom's well, name and, and get married. Also Let's go like zero. Most states. <laughs> we start at zero. Put it in your mom's <laughs> name. <laughs> Protect my. Yeah, yo, are you gonna well. have the same discussion with women? No, no. Let's have this. Let's have a podcast. You guys a lot. No, no. I'm saying you should do a women's panel. Yeah, maybe that'd be good. I like to hear there. Let me give you. A, you wouldn't do a prenup. Let me give you a crazy. You wouldn't do a prenup. No. Who's that? No, so if you if you had ten million dollars in your bank account, right? Right. And you're getting married. But he don't. Okay. Right? So it's really a really hypothetical mm-hmm. question and, that he and can't answer. She has nothing, right? She has nothing. Right. She has okay. nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you you wouldn't protect that asset. No. You would be like, it's okay if you leave me. You take half. Yeah, I just think I, I think at some point that's part of the risk of marriage, right? Like, like hey, I, but it's not a risk you have to take. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think at some level it's planning for the end. It's right? not planning for the end. It's planning. It's, absolutely, it is. How, it's no, planning it's that not. there could be an it's, end. But, it's but, totally so, planning. Okay, for the so end. you can plan your death, right? You can plan your will. You can plan in, in case something happens to your house. You can plan in case something happens to your car. Yeah, but those are all you can plan in case short-term yeah. disability. Those are all, things that, point are, those are all yeah. things that could, and many of them could, you name, should, should happen. Death is going to happen. Yeah. Right. But not an accident. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Insurance. George. Not an accident. Yeah, what is the percentage? Is uh, going yeah, to wait, wait. What is, the, what is the percentage? Me not following through on my commitment. No. What is the percentage of, of marriages failing? And I but know it's more than 50-50. No, it is less. Wait a minute. What does it say that the commitment? 100% less. Wait, what does I'll it say that the commitment to the marriage less. has to mean? be like all your it's, money? It's your right wife. around 38%. Most people think it's 50-50, but it's less. So that's a 40% chance that you're going to lose half of your money. Would you, yeah. would you Would you invest that in a stock? Why well, I have a couple right now. Wait. Where, where 40%? <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, it's a 40%. Wait, 40% but, chance but, but is it 10 million? 50 is. <laughs> well, 10 million. 10 million. You got 9.99 in the stock. Right. But it's not 50% of marriages fail? No. It's closer to 38? Yeah. Still pretty high. That's high. No, it's, it's high. high. That's yeah, that's high. high. And it's the same percentage. Depending on the generation, it can go higher. No, like if ask... you went back to my parents' generation, it is more like 50-50. Let me ask this. Oh. Um, is, well, yeah, but, sorry. That, but then that means, but that's only because there's less marriages. Some people believe that. Let me ask this. I mean, wouldn't that be? Is that statistic the same between Christians and non-Christians? Uh, yeah, believe it or not, the church is the same. Yeah, I can see that. You yeah. know what? I would almost church, the church has no higher. better numbers on no. this. No. Yeah. All right, let me give you, let right me give you, can I give you a horror story? Can you read that? Can I give you a horror story? Therefore, Horror? a man shall leave his father, <laughs> leave his father and his mother, and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Where does it say one bank account? <laughs> I need to read that. I need to see that. At least show me sheep. She gets half the sheep. <laughs> Put the sheep together. Put the sheep together. The livestock. All right. So I want to give you a horror story. This is Brittany Rayner. Have you have you guys heard of this story yet? Yeah, I've, I've yeah, heard no. of the NBA guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. So yeah. Brittany Rayner, uh, Brittany. Um, is basically her claim to fame is is semi being attractive and ha- being an Instagram model, and she published a video 
couple years back, instructing other women that if they wanted to get rich, to pursue young athletes. Because they don't use condoms. That's literally what she said. Is this the I'm way she spelled up. every one of these words? Is this I'm her grammar? Sure. I'm, not a, I'm not an athlete and I don't use condoms. Okay. And so listen to this. That's what she actually said. And then this clown, PJ Washington, who After is a graduate quote. of Kentucky, who plays for Charlotte, he, he went out oh. and got his rookie contract and then hooked up with this girl, right? He got $4.2 million in his rookie contract hooked up with this girl. She had the baby. Two weeks later, she leaves him. He's paying her 200 k a month. Oh, my. So that's what? 1.2? Half, half his salary? A month. A month. Oh, Who man. needs 200000 a month? <laughs> she has a standard of living now. She has well, a standard of living. She, she has to keep it. Who said it? Who, wait, who, who was this? Uh, Patrice O'Neill, I think? Or Chris Rock? If you, we went to a restaurant. We're eating steak. When we leave, the restaurant doesn't owe us more steak. We left. That's it. That's done. Okay. So I, I, my, the standard was I was eating. I left. The, the restaurant doesn't owe me. Hey, I'm going to give you. Are you the restaurant in this thing? Is it- <laughs> no, no. I'm saying the, the restaurant doesn't owe you a steak after There's you an left. Analogy like, oh, There's an analogy. Because I'm used to eating. The analogy okay, you're feels a little patronizing. Yeah. Feels like you're providing steak to the, to the spouse or something. No, no, I'm a lifestyle. What I'm is this yeah, this lifestyle. lifestyle thing? I, I, I got used to a lifestyle. Okay, you know, well, that she lifestyle was doing. You, was because you know of me. what I mean? Checkers. Me or yeah. whatever. She was doing Mickey D's. Yeah. She got with the dude. Two boys. So now she needs two hundred thousand to live a month. Now she's at now Charlie's. Now it's caviar. At, Please. And now well, she, she I'm just saying it's a horror story. And don't get it twisted. This could be reversed too. The guy could be Mickey D's. The guy could be Checkers. Gets with the girl. Now he's on Roof Chris. Yeah. Now he's on. Charlie Steakhouse. He ain't it can get... work both ways. Well, that happened uh, with Jayla and that dancer this, she married. You know, I don't want it to be, you know, she make it this one dancer. way. It could be either way. It's just the principle. But it did. It did. J-Lo married that, that backup dancer, left uh, Mark Whatever. Anthony. Yeah. Married the backup dancer. He divorced her and he got a few million dollars. It, it, go, it does go the other way. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a horror story. Yeah, that's horrible. I mean, yeah. it's horrible. It's a horror story. It's also right? a... But I mean, the, the fact that this guy's that dumb. I mean, I don't know. The, guy, the girl had a video out way before they got together saying... Yeah. She was going to do this. Yeah. Right? Then she wrote a book. On doing it? On doing yeah. it. No, my word. It was crazy. I mean, just just nuts. Hey, and not even that. There's a whole bunch of other chicks taking notes like that. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a world that it, it just uh, feels like. And don't you think this is a culture where you would need something like that? Being that this is the mind frame of what nowadays a lot of young females or females in a particular demographic that is in all females. Absolutely. I'm not going to paint brush everybody, I'm but just saying, don't you think that the shouldn't spiritual be? community be different? But yes, I don't think Absolutely. she's in the spiritual community. I don't no, think no, so either. Based on her Instagram. Well, that I briefly okay, went you want to? Okay, but you <laughs> yeah, know what? Here, yeah. I'm going to shut this down. I'm going to shut this down. Why didn't he wait till marriage to do it like he should have? Like it says in the Bible. Why didn't he? I'm not, I didn't say the guy way. was smart. I know. But, obviously, but, he's but obviously not. He fits, a, he fits a pattern. That's the right. repercussion of his mistake. Yeah. Because it says very clear. I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm just saying, not yeah. the smartest yeah. guy on the planet. True. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what I'm saying is, shouldn't the spiritual community, how do you get to a point when we, we can hold a level of like reproof, correction, accountability, connectivity? That's a better example than the rest of the world. Because here's the thing. Every time I've been in a spiritual community where we've tried to pursue that type of connection, you know what it comes off like? A cult. Yeah. Like everybody's like, oh, this is a little too heavy handed, right? When the church gets too heavy, like 
too like, hey, right. we're going to organize together. We're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to talk about like moral like rights. It gets almost like nobody well, wants to be parents. There's like, a, there's like a balance there. But between, that, like, that's that's that should only be happening in the absence of relationship. Because, yeah, like right. if, if you just if look, I, I let's say I just joined the church. I don't know anyone here, this and that. And, yeah, it's like, hey, you must do this, this and that. They're giving me marching orders. It's like. I don't know. That's weird, you know. Yeah. But yeah, if there's a relationship there, then you got roots. Then there. you're supposed to take. Yeah. I how mean, how I mean, long till I can tell you like uh, like I don't think it's a time correction time. stuff? Like how long before I can start correcting you? I, I Parenting mean, corrections, marital corrections, business corrections. I think that goes back to what Nelson was saying earlier. It has to do with the individual and how he feels about the relationship within the church community. You know, there's some people who are just lackadaisical. They're snorkelers. Like I say, they're just very shallow. You know, no, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're shallow. They're, they're not snoop, scuba divers. Snoop. I like that. You know, they're like snorkelers. That. They're snorkelers. scuba divers. You know, <laughs> what are they people that? that go deep. What do they call yeah. that? Where you're scuba diving, but you're snorkeling. You're not really scuba diving. I don't know. But scuba? Snuba sounds nice. I don't know, but you Canuba? get what I'm trying to say. Well, there's people mask. shallow. There's people who's deep. You know, so mm. the people who are deep, those are the people who will take yeah, more but, into but consideration what the have, church like, community some is saying. Level of accountability in the in the spiritual community. There's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be more institutionalized than that. Than just like, hey, we'll leave it up to the individual right. to decide if they're gonna be why, accountable. Well, why? Why? Why can't it be up to the individual? It has to be up it to them. It has to be. Otherwise, they're the no, ones going to make the choice. There's no like, there's no passion or desire for it. You get yeah, but th- I mean, think then about you just feel forced. But think about theology, right? Like, just just take the theology for a second. If you left it up just to the individual to how they feel, the Bible's clear. Like, the heart hearts are broken. People are going to drift yeah, towards but brokenness. People, people can feel. That's not account- accountability. Was hey, we're putting in leaders who hold the congregation accountable, like a shepherd to sheep. Yes. yes. Right. That was the model. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But if, if the sheep are not taking the shepherd today, seriously in our culture, the, but if the sheep are not taking the shepherd seriously or not holding them up to that esteem, it's going to bear no effect. And that's the problem. But what I'm saying the problem is, is we live in a time hmm. and in a culture, bigger culture, like uh, the West, right? Yes. Who looks at things like that as very cultish, as very almost like manipulation. Oh, spiritual overstep. Because it can very easily move towards I that. agree. I agree. Very there's easily. been very bad examples of and that. And don't forget I, the I enemy. It. Sure. The it's enemy horrible. and the spirit on the world. <laughs> Let's not forget the, the enemy and the spirit of the world tends to throw that out to keep people away from taking that responsibility because that's the go-to. Oh, that's cultish. You know what I mean? Or... That's the that's the the, lack the, of the the reason of why they won't give that commitment because the the culture of this world the 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 enemy puts that out there so they have a go to an escape route if they feel in pressure even if it might be in the right way and the church is telling them something right oh no they're just trying to be a cult so then they got their out to go ahead and run and rebel but if you got deep roots within the community and you built relationships. You will hold these other people who are more um, in in positions of leadership. You'll hold that word more seriously, I think. And that goes back to the community. Think about some of the most self-proclaimed spiritual people Mm -hmm. and self-proclaimed knowledgeable people, biblically knowledgeable people, are usually, think about it, let's just be honest, are the ones many times that leave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't doesn't feel like the individual is going to be able to overcome and just all of a sudden be accountable and be that, connected. That's not true. Okay. I, I can only speak from my own experience. Okay. Right? Okay. Uh, definitely not perfect, but 
I mean, that's always I second what, that, that. That's what you know. We're, kept, we're all seconding. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can say the same for you fools. <laughs> but, so You're but, not alone. But for me, that's what's always like because of my personal conviction. Like, I want to serve God. Part of serving God is being part of a community. Part of being in this community is having some level of accountability, not to the extent that I feel is cultish, but I'm at least somewhat accountable to these people. Okay. It, but that comes from me. Some stemming from my relationship with God. Yes, I don't know, man. I just think I, I think at the end of the, okay. So let if somebody just comes into the church, let, okay, and they me, have no let relationships, me, let me give they're you, supposed I, to take this is not an actual opinion. Example. Like this is not an actual example. Okay, but this is a hypothetical example hmm. that I think. So think about this for a second. The Bible says that um, the individual believer should be a giver. Yeah. So if I came to you and said, hey. Um, I'm a spiritual, at some level, spiritual leader in your life. You're a part of this community. I don't feel like you've followed up on your, your giving this year. Can we review that together? Blah, blah, blah. How would you feel? I'd be like, okay, let's review it. Would you? Yeah. yeah. At I this think, point in my spiritual see life, See what I mean? I it has to do with see, where yeah. he's at. I, I think a lot of people would feel like that's intrusive. But that's because, yeah. well, again, it's different. It has like, to do like with like everybody's areas, particular world. I have areas in my life where I'm very generous. So if you came to me and you're like, I don't feel like you're being generous enough here in this place, I'd be like, okay. Let me flip it. it. So let's do Let me flip one, it. Though. I got yeah. a better one for you. Okay. <laughs> so I'd also like to talk about your church attendance. Wow. Like I play the piano, man. <laughs> wow. I'm here sometimes. My, my I'm, I'm on Facebook is... every Sunday watching you. I am watching you online. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? At some point, I am watching find something you. that it, it hits a nerve. Right, but that doesn't mean that I wouldn't consider it. That doesn't mean that I that, that I would contemplate it or take like, it offensive. Yeah, but yeah. if it's true, why would I get offended? Yeah, you, you, it's because it's people get offended at the truth sometimes. Yes. Mike, if you want me to be okay, here more, but, just but say you don't that. need to. Yeah, I gotta say it on the podcast. Yeah. They don't need yeah. to, but they do. Why well, we gotta go public about this? I don't know. I just, I just, I feel like we're at a time in Christian history and in American cultural history where the idea of building the level of accountability that would take. To remove the state from something like marriage, it feels oh, we're like not insurmountable. There. No, no, we're not there. We're not there. Yeah, yeah. it's sad but true. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. would be that. Yeah, the it's the true. legal component is the deterrent versus like, hey, we're like breaking the covenant of God. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah the legal the legal ramifications are like are the, way the, more yeah. scary than God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? I, but, isn't that but crazy? I, again, crazy. I go Yo, back to the individual. Isn't that crazy? Because I've had moments in my marriage that were tough. And whenever those thoughts or those conversations came up, it would always be like, I'm accountable to my wife and to my kids. Uh-huh. And that's what kept me there. Not, oh, I got to go pay child support. Right. But that's not, that's, that's, that's you're in the minority there. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is that's not, that doesn't stem, that stems from my relationship with God. with God. It does. It does. But I think that is, I think that's not the norm. I think you're describing something that's indicative of, you know what, because the norm and the majority Follow the crowd, and the crowd is not what got. Remember, many no, in the church. Though. You were chosen. It's always going to be a minority where we're talking about these things and how to approach them. You are not the norm, Mike. Nelson's not the norm. Jorge, Anthony, Ray, we're not the norm. We're all broken, but I mean, our level of commitment, our our relationship, our walk, okay, is not something that you could say that. Um, is something that is uh, a normal occurrence. This is something that has been built over time. You've right. had 25 years, 10, 15, 20. You know, it's time built. 
And I didn't start yeah. like this. I was, yeah. hey, I used to think, hey, people are trying to hustle. Kentucky Fried Chicken giving. Hey, I'm like, people, <laughs> people are just trying to go ahead and get money up to go and make their lifestyle better. But over time, my personal relationship, I've seen the benefit to to give in the community, and that's just one area. Yeah. There's a lot of areas that have shifted my perspective, and that has to do with my personal time spending with God. What were you going to say? I was going to say that that's what you hit on the head, where people are following the crowd. We're okay. called as Christians to follow Christ first. Yeah. Amen. Just like Nelson said, like, I'm the same way. Like, I need to be told right off the bat, like, hey, Ray, you're screwing up. Like, I need to know right away. And there was a time where I would take offense, like, you can't tell me how to run my life. But I don't perceive it that way no more. You know, I perceive it that if I'm going to let God lead my life on a daily and I'm his vessel, wherever direction he points me to, I can't try to roll away from it. I have to hit it head on and look within myself instead of taking it personal and say, man, what was my part in this? What did I do that this person, you know, first of all, had enough courage to approach me regardless whether he knew me well enough. The how, how, do we get to to point when, how do we get to a point where... We create that type of thing across the board. Well, well it's uh, at, a, at a church, at like, a local. How does a local church enhance that? To communication, communicate things like this. I mean, you know, I think example people... Nelson and I, right? We we've had our our riffs, right? But until we decided to both of us, not like ah, you know, I want to talk to him, or I don't want to talk to him, but we both decided to say, hey. You know, it's not like a marriage, but it's a relationship. Like we decided both to put an uh, effort forth and speak, you know, with, with with nice, with dignity, with respect. Love, I love you love. too, Ray. It's I love. love. You too. And now we it's, now no now he love. can be like, hey Ray, you know, you're out of line, blah blah. blah and I don't have to be like, clack, 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 but that's true. It. When I when I first met him, I'd have to tell him all the time, like, yo, you got, you're out of line, bro. Like, you can't treat your friends like this. I've, I told him that at least two or three times. Mm -hmm. I don't treat my friends like this. Don't treat me like this. Yeah. I think but that's part of that's part love, of being love. a relationship. In a, in a, yeah. in a love, like angel friendship. Love, 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 like, love. But, yeah, love. But, saying, but that, but that, right? Being able to communicate that to somebody like this is not this is a boundary for me, right? And still be willing to engage in a relationship with that person mm -hmm. or friendship. That comes from well. God showed me grace, yep. right? God showed me mercy, and so I got to show this person mercy. Back to grace and, and mercy. And I'm, and I'm gonna. This is how I'm gonna communicate this to them. But that comes from setting the boundaries. Comes from, to me, that comes from the spirit. That yeah. comes from. That comes from God. That I, doesn't I think, come from within. That doesn't come from our brokenness. I think also. It comes from a lack of all of this stuff that we're talking about. Um, we have, this culture has the most unfettered access to the scripture, the final authority on everything, the word of God. Mm. And we care more about how we feel about a, a, a thing besides, you know, well, what does God tell me mm. in this situation? And I think and that, that goes with marriage. It goes with finances. It goes with almost every walk of every part of life. Self I and think my concern though, is that very good it, point, the, eh? the marriage is a great example because I've never very met anybody. Point who was coming in to have a conversation with me, who was planning a divorce, right? Who didn't already rationalize it in their mind about why theirs was worthy of divorce, right? right? And, and then to have a church leader say, hey, this is not okay. And, you, and I, you know, before God, this is not okay. You should not do this. That's not true. You, you definitely told me that. Yeah, I definitely did, but I don't expect people to actually listen to this. <laughs> this is, Call this him is, out. This Call is him what out. Mike told me. I was Bring like, him hey, out. Mike, Bring I'm going a tough time. I don't know. I'm thinking about doing this. He was like, Nelson, you're going to wish that somebody kicked you in the ass 10 years from now and wish, told you that you wish you hadn't done this. 
And I was like, wow, pastor never told me that. Let me, let me contemplate it. Yeah, yeah, but this is my point, right? That happened, and you're right, the relation was high enough for the, to contain that conversation, and it was healthy enough to contain that conversation. But I'm saying, how do you create that atmosphere where there's such accountability that it's like, hey, this isn't just you thinking about it, like, hey, we're friends, and you just listen to me because I'm your friend, and blah, blah, blah. I'm talking like, hey, like the state-level accountability. There are ramifications to the dissolution of marriage. There's yeah. no ramifications here. But that's no, true. That's not true. There's a lot of ramifications. There's emotional ramifications, social ramifications. Uh, but not within the community. Yeah. The truth is the only thing you can't, I mean, think about it. The only thing we, we, we basically would do is like if you were a serving pastoral staff or you were an elder, we'd be like, okay, take a break for a while. Yeah, yeah but even in this church, we've had married couples that came to this church. I've witnessed them serve separately on their own, love this church, and they got divorced or separated, and one disappeared, and friends, and no, but it's, I, I guess that's what I'm saying, right? Is how do we create the kind of atmosphere? Because usually when a person's planning a divorce, they've convinced themselves. They've convinced themselves, right? Yeah. And so that's the moment where it takes, hey, the, the individual can't be the one to make the final decision without any sort of accountability. Because even though we live in a free country and you can, there shouldn't be in the spiritual community, there shouldn't be just an individual on their own making that final decision because there has to be a higher call. The, the, mm. the spiritual community at that point represents the presence of God, right? Mm. That's why mm -hmm. God, that's why Christ calls the church his body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they represent that presence and they, that presence should be speaking into that person and that person should take it seriously. I don't think we've achieved that. Sometimes no. uh, sometimes I, it's the opposite. So in rare occasions it's the opposite where the person is like sticking and then the leadership is like I think that's enough. <laughs> that has happened. That has happened. That has happened. That's that, that's that happened. has that's happened to me happened. personally. I've told more than one person uh time to call it. Yeah. Including well, I think I think that goes back. Time to <laughs> call it. DOA. Does doesn't that go back to relational? Yeah. It goes back to relationship. I think I, I think People, it does go back to relationship. I just don't know how can you have like think about it just for a second. Like think about the practicality of it, right? The pastor at this level has a level of relationship with most of the people that attend this church. But, but how deep? But how deep? And he won't as it continues to go on and grow. At some point, what is it? Let's say we're yeah, 300. You, if we're 400, yeah, we're 500. You can't, you can't we're have the same. Yeah. It's like, do, Mike, can that, can that really be expected? I, Mike, can wait, we, can I, what, what him and I have really be expected for every person in the congregation? But, not you, could that, put, no. but look, you know what happens at that point? You have to pour into the leadership in a way that that leadership can pour into the other people that they can have that same type of dynamic. I agree. That's, okay, so it, so it goes back way. to it goes back to relational again. If you're already pointing this out to the leadership within the church body that hey look, the way that I'm dealing with with the the fellow uh, congregation, I want you to feel that same way too, so you could channel that out. I don't disagree. I think you're right. I just I think, think you nailed it. I just think that. Yeah. Let's do but, it. But but again, I'm gonna go back to it's all about the individual, right? Because. We could have had that conversation, and I could have been like, forget Mike, which I've done several times, right? <laughs> to your detriment. Yeah. Right, well. <laughs> you paid for that. Mike, I want to say one last thing. Do you think that, you know, now that I'm listening to everything, do you think because you kind of like the mass debate, right? Some people are rebellious whoa, towards it. Hold whoa, on, hold whoa. on. Mass debate. debate. Listen, wrap hold it up on. quick. Okay, you got one quick. minute. So do you yeah. think it's because they, the don't wording, want, they don't want the congregation of the church to impede because you're taking iffy. away their 
Yeah, freedom, I think we live, I think culturally, right I think Western culturally speaking, you know like. we do will. not like submission, not nice. accountability, <laughs> that sense of like cultural <laughs> connection that, that people can in, speak into our lives. We just don't like it. Right. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. It goes yeah. to yeah, the let's individual. have a whole podcast on the word submission. Mm. Mm. That's my favorite verse in the Bible, though. That's true. Submission. Wives submit to your husband. Okay, we got to wrap it up for tonight. <laughs> Obedience. Uh, thanks again for joining us. That's we'll get back and figure this out at some point. Love you guys. Mean it. it. See ya.